Welcome to Be The King Podcast, the place for men who desire to create an impact in this world. Join host Tim Holloway as he leads the call to action in a time where our families and communities are suffering due to men failing to be the man. This podcast explores what it really means to be the king. All right, men, welcome back to Be The King Podcast. Glad to be back at you again. This is Happy Thursday. Uh, coming at you with the 47th episode, man. We are live and kicking over here. We are spitting our positivity and our mindset of a king that is ruling and reigning in your life, standing in power, being noble, and being grateful for qualities of the kingdom mindset. At any rate, we're going to go back to our workbook and continue our thoughts on cycles and patterns. So, starting, what problems always resurface in your life? What if the problems that always resurface in your life come back because you refuse to face them and course correct? The only way to stop traveling in a circle is to go a different direction. The only way to stop the merry-go-round is to get off. Hmm. These are some powerful, powerful thoughts. So what problems always resurface in your life? Now, this is a powerful question that brings awareness. And everybody around us is like, oh my goodness, not again. We're going through this again. And so you have this take place in your workplace, Everybody around you knows the not again. Oh, no, not again. And then if we ask our wives, what's a reoccurring thing that resurfaces over and over again and they stay in their mind? Oh, not again. We could go to our children and we can ask them, you know, take a look at our lives and ask us what makes them go, oh, not again. Those, my brothers, are your detrimental cycles and patterns. Now, the crazy thing is, is everybody else around us knows the, oh my goodness, not again. But we seem to be clueless, like we don't know what's going on. And so the first step in this process to overcoming these, oh my gosh, not again moments, is the power of awareness. And that is understanding that we repeat these cycles over and over again. And I'm going to go into this in a little bit of why we do this um, so we can break this down and so we can stop, so we can get off the merry-go-round. But before that, we're going to go into the biggest cycle that, um, that destroys men's lives, and that is the cycle of victimhood. Now, I may have already talked about this, but this is my soapbox, so uh, I'm just going to bring it up again before we get into, you know, why we stay in these cycles. But uh, the cycle of victimhood starts with not taking responsibility, right? A situation in your life comes up, a detrimental behavior, whatever it is, you look at that and you don't take responsibility for it. You refuse to own your part inside of that behavior. And then therefore you take no responsibility. Therefore you don't course correct. And therefore you get the same results that you have always been getting. 
See, the cyclehood of responsibility is a lot different. It's looking at that situation that happens in our life, whether it's an addiction, it's a habit, it's uh, alcohol, it's porn, it's shopping, whatever you know, addiction you want to throw on that. And it begins to take responsibility for the cycle. And that is seeing the pattern and how it takes place, taking responsibility for, for that and stop saying, I can't control myself. You see, this is the biggest lie in the story that we tell ourselves. And it actually keeps ourselves stuck inside of the cycle in the pattern in the victimhood. Because once you say, I can't help myself and I can't control it, then case is closed. You got your excuse. You got your story to go ahead and continue doing what you're doing. But when we begin to take responsibility, we say, I am in control. I am in control and I'm choosing to do these things for some reason or another. And once we come to that place and we begin to own it, we begin to take responsibility. We begin to see it clearly. What begins to happen after that is you begin to develop a plan to change. And I've already talked about this, but the best way to throw or the best way to stop a cycle is what? I don't know about you, but like when you're young and messing around with your brothers, right? And throwing a broom handle in their bike spoke, so they flipped or throwing a stick. Uh, you may not have been as cunning and as, as mean as us, but that's what we did. We threw sticks in the spokes. And so the best way to stop any cycle is to throw a wrench in it. And that is, you're going to have to do something different. You recognize the pattern, the way everything rolls out, and you're going to throw a wrench in the system and actually begin to do something different. So why do we continue in these cycles? Well, the first thing is that, is, is that we like them. So we have this pleasure and pain principle that happens inside of our hearts and our minds, and we gravitate towards pleasure and we avoid pain. And so a lot of these uh, habits that form, they're, they, they're addictive, they hit certain triggers and, and pleasure responses inside of the brain, so they communicate pleasure, and we run towards pleasure and we avoid pain, right? And so what begins to happen is the pain has to get increased, the fire has to get hot, for us to avoid these. And this is what uh, people call by hitting rock bottom, right? It's where the pain outweighs the pleasure of a certain thing. So here's the bottom line is we pretty much do what we want. And so the motivation or the thing that we want most usually wins out. We say that we don't want a certain detrimental behavior, but in the end, the impulse and the desire for that wins out against the desire for the other thing. And so what we have is a focus problem, and that is we don't focus on what we really want and begin to build up the case. So it's so powerful and it's so great that when the detrimental behavior or the cycle comes on, we have enough um, grit, we have enough case, we have enough everything inside of us to resist it. And therefore, we don't build up the case for the good thing, right? And so when the pleasure thing comes, we're caught off guard and we seek the momentary pleasure 
and uh, it ends up being detrimental for us. Now, this can happen in relationships, uh, attractions to other women. It can happen with pornography. It can happen with drugs. It can happen with any form of addiction that you are trying to avoid that brings pain to your life. And so here's the first thing about cycles is that we don't know exactly how to get off. Well, I would say the first one that we've already talked about, we don't even know we're on a cycle. We just repeat these behavior patterns over and over again, and we never challenge them. We never look at them. But the second to that is that we don't even know how to get off. It's kind of like in my neighborhood, they have these little circles, right? And you can exit any time off of these circles. And uh, I think they're pretty stupid, but I think they, they put them in the road to slow people down, you know, the little roundabouts. So you're going around this roundabout and you can keep going in circles, but at any moment you can get off of this roundabout and go in the direction of your choice. And so it's recognizing first that there are better options. You see, you don't, you don't get off the cycle because you don't know that there are better options out there and it's going around the same mountain, the same problem the same situation, the same detrimental problem with inside of a marriage, the same lusting for other women, the same flirting and entertaining ideas of cheating on your spouse. And and these things, they just happen repeatedly over and over. And we fail, we get caught up in it. We We fail to understand that there are plenty, and I say plenty, of better options out there. The third thing is this, is that we, we stay in these cycles because we are not taking responsibility for our lives. You see, extreme responsibility says this. It says that I am the creator of my life. For the most part, and I say for the most part, everything that happens in my life is a direct result of cause and effect. That is seeds that I plant begin to, I begin to nourish them and water them and they grow and I begin to flourish like that. A very small percentage of things that take place in our life actually happen to us. And so when we fail to take responsibility We live in these destructive cycles of, I can't control myself. I can't help it. We begin to make excuses. It's my genes fault. It's my heritage fault. It's my mommy's fault. It's my daddy's fault. It's my church's fault. It's whatever's fault, right? And we begin to point the finger at everything else. And if we are pointing the finger, then we are not taking responsibility to get out of the cycle. One crazy thing that we can even begin to do if we have religiosity or spiritual bone in our body, we can point to God and say that he hasn't delivered me yet. That I'm sitting around waiting for God, waiting for a miracle to happen to begin to change. And so we, we, we wait on these outside external forces and we can sit there for decades and years stuck in our cycles and our excuses waiting for the divine to deliver us when the divine is waiting for us to get a clue. The fourth thing that gets us stuck in these cycles is that we do not do what is required to get out. 
We do not do what is required for a fulfilled life. Somewhere along the way, we forgot it was our responsibility to do that. Thought maybe we put the responsibility on our wife and we wonder why that we get so angry and we point the finger and blame all the time. It's not her responsibility to give us a fulfilled life. It's our responsibility to get fulfilled, to seek fulfillment within ourselves and within our own lives so we can bring happiness to the relationships that we have. But the if we're looking for happiness and fulfillment in somebody else, you're guaranteed that you're not going to find it. You're going to be clingy. You're going to have your identity wrapped up in another person and you're not going to be fulfilled. So there are certain things that we have to do to have a fulfilled life. And that is off the top of my head is seeking your purpose, getting clarity, understanding why you exist, begin to pursue your dreams and your passions. These are to name a few, but then it's begin to have a spiritual life and connection, meditation and inspiration. It's, it's looking at your body and say, how can I build health into my body? It's looking at your marriage and saying, how can I make more deposits and to get a greater connection and intimacy with my spouse? It's looking at your children and saying, how can I be the best parents so I can build a legacy that transcends myself? It's looking at your business and say, how can I create something great to create wealth that will sustain my purpose and begin to leave a legacy? You see, if you're not asking these questions, then you are not living a fulfilled life and you're not doing what is required to actually get it. And so we stay in our excuses and our victim mode and say, how come my life isn't the way that I want it? We look at our lives and they're just depressing, right? And we're wondering why we're blaming everything else. So to get out of the cycle, you have to begin to do what is required for a fulfilled life. There is requirements. You see, another reason why we get stuck is because we, we haven't quite attached consequences to behaviors. Now, I personally believe, no, I don't know this uh, for a fact, but I think the overall general idea of parenting is what? To teach you consequences is that certain behaviors don't get you the results that you want. And so you do certain behaviors and you experience a little bit of pain. Whether you call that a timeout or whether you call that a knockout is, is up to your own little uh, parenting paradigm. But uh, it was it, it was this training to teach us that certain behaviors get us detrimental results. And see, now we're as men, we're in the real life, right? And we're looking at all these nasty fruit. And the nasty fruit is the detrimental results in our life. And, and somehow we have forgotten the lesson that certain behaviors get us bad fruit. And we're complaining that our life sucks not understanding that it is the seeds that we have planted. The outcomes that we are getting are due to the choices that we are making. 
And lastly, we live in these cycles because we're completely happy and content in our little dysfunction. Whatever this sneaking little pleasure is that, uh, that we hide from the world and everybody else around us and, and, and those things. We're, we're completely content with living within our cycle of defeat. And so, if you're choosing the victim mindset, if you're choosing to remain totally fine within your cycle and not taking responsibility, I can guarantee you there's no way for you to get out. What it takes for you to get out is the simple recognition that you are driving in circles, that you repeatedly do the same thing over and over, and you are sick and tired of the results that you have gotten. You see, sometimes it takes this utter disgust that is utter disgust in some of the choices that we have been making. Until we experience that utter disgust, there's very little chance of changing. You see, we have to look at it and say, oh my goodness, there's so much better out there for me. If I would just step out of the cycle and begin to take responsibility for my life. Thank you once again for joining this podcast. This is coming to you straight from the Be The King workbook. So if you want to follow along, you can hit me up on social media and we'll get it to you. I will see you next week, brothers. Peace.